So ladies, how has 2020 been for you? Well, it's almost laughable, all the lessons that we have learned in 2020. But one of the top ones are women are definitely full of resilience. We have seen this over and over again. And it's just all about sacrificing ourselves sometimes, isn't it? That's not the right way to do it. But honestly, if you saw the cover of the New Yorker magazine, it was almost laughable how true it is right now. Go on over to our Instagram and you can see we reposted it, but there's basically a woman sitting there at a laptop. She's holding a martini glass in one hand and her phone in the other, and there is an absolute mess all around her. It's so true, but we have vowed to make 2021 different. And even though amongst the chaos and the stress, there is got to be a better way to put yourself first and prioritize yourself in 2021. And that's why we are hosting this online workshop that's only going to take a small bit of your time, but it's really going to boost you forward in finally reaching those health goals that you have and not sacrificing yourself. So if you go over to level4pt.com backslash events, you can be on our wait list. We are only taking 20 women and 20 motivated women who are really geared toward changing their health and putting themselves first finally in 2021. So go on over to level4pt.com backslash events, sign up, and you will be on our waiting list and we'll send you all the details as soon as they're available. We look forward to supporting you more in 2021, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It means the world to me, and let's get started on this episode. Welcome, ladies, to the Women's Health Happy Hour podcast. My name is Dr. Dawn Andalone. I am a women's health physical therapist, author, educator, and co-owner of Level 4 PT and Wellness. And this podcast is informative, but lighthearted. And we discuss all things women's health in order for you to lead an active and vibrant lifestyle. So cheers, and let's get started. Hello, we are doing a very unique happy hour today, and it's actually just myself. I am doing an episode on my own today. I actually don't have a guest to record with, but I did this on purpose because the team in our office and my husband and I have compiled a lot of really great content over the years all about solving back pain and the most natural way to do it. And we wanted to be able to share that with you today. So I'm actually recording by myself and I'm going to say cheers to you over the speaker with my Nespresso. I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm actually drinking a nice um, espresso this morning. And this is really fueling me to be able to share this knowledge with you. So if you have enjoyed any of our last episodes and all the awesome guests that we've had, I know there's been a, um, a lot of great topics. And I would love if you sent us a message over Instagram or even email me at the team at level4pt.com and let me know which were your favorites or if you have suggestions for more guests for us because we're going to be releasing some new episodes in January and we are always looking for more fabulous health related guests as well. So thank you for listening and tuning in. 
hit subscribe. And if you wouldn't mind going over to do a review as well, that's really helpful for others. So thank you. And let's get started on this episode all about solving your back pain naturally. So solving back pain to become more active, more mobile, and trying to do it without using painkillers or having surgery can be quite a feat if you're not sure where the source of your back pain is really coming from. Maybe you're somebody who had this has just creeped up over the years and now you're having some trouble sitting for long periods of time or you're getting out of bed and you're just feeling stiff and achy. Or maybe you did something traumatic, like you bent over to pick up something and you felt your back kind of pull and seize up and you've been struggling ever since. Well, I'm going to talk today about some of the things that you can do to get to the source of the problem and actually start to help it. And so many people are dealing and suffering with low back pain and they don't even seek treatment for it. And I would say that is the number one problem when you're just trying to look up things on Google or YouTube and trying to do some exercises on your own. But really, um, if you've been suffering for this for more than nine or 10 days and it's not going away, then most likely it is not going to go away on its own. You really need to see somebody that specializes in treating back pain and see a practitioner like a really specialized physical therapist that can help you solve it and get to the root of the problem. Because back pain honestly is treated in different ways and it should be customized to your history, to your goals, and also what types of things you're having to do throughout the day. So pain will never completely go away unless you change something and really address the root of the problem. That's one of my first tips. So there is hope though. I'm going to give you six tips you can do today to help ease back pain. And number one we're going to talk about is stretching. So stretching every day. And if you're really in an acute flare-up of back pain right now, I don't want you to focus on really pushing and stretching it, but that's really where you'd benefit from seeing a physical therapist because they can teach you should you be doing that stretch or not, should you be pushing into it because there can be things that can provoke it and make it worse. But if you're somebody that kind of has this chronic aches and pains and it gets achy when you're doing certain activities, you definitely want to focus on stretching. So stretching the muscles at least 10 minutes in the morning when you first wake up and 10 minutes before going to bed, it loosens up the joints and it increases the space for your nerves to stop being irritated. And it'll also keep you from just Feeling like you're that stiff and achy if you're sitting in a chair or you're carrying kids or doing things that require the work of your back muscles. Well, keeping up on a stretching routine is really going to help them be able to not stiffen and and tighten up with you. Uh, Number two, improve your posture. So this is kind of like one of those things people think they need to pull their shoulders back and sit up straight. And that's not always the case. When we think of posture, you want to think of appropriately putting your pressure on your sits bones. So if you're sitting back on your tailbone 
or you're rocking forward and creating like that excessive curve in your lower back, you're not in the proper position to really give your back the least amount of stress and proper alignment for your spine. So I always start with people uh, addressing their hips and their position in their chair. So if you're having to sit for your job or you're sitting in the car a lot, you really want to make sure that you find that position where you're on top of your sits bones. And you may have to roll and rock your pelvis back and forth to be able to find that position. Once you find that position, then you want to think of your spine growing taller from there. And honestly, that's going to set you up for success more than anything else, because if you're in a position with less um, stress and pressure on certain areas in your back, it's going to take the load off and it's going to require less work of your muscles. You can also find a rolled up uh, bath towel or something you can put right in the small of your back, that small curve in your lower back. If you're sitting in the car or sitting in a chair and you don't have that lumbar support, You really want to do that because if you are sitting unsupported on a stool or on a chair that doesn't have a back to it, your muscles are going to have to take over and support your spine. And you can only do that for so long. So working on your sitting posture, your standing posture, and be able to find the best position where it's going to take less stress off your joints is going to be the best bet. And if you don't know what that looks like, then somebody may have to show you in person. And that's one of the things that we really specialize in too. Um, Number three, we're going to move on to walking. Walking is so underrated, but for at least 10 to 20 minutes a day, if you need to make a long phone call or you're in a meeting for work and you can get on your phone and put your headphones in, doing walking because that is also going to provide more blood flow circulation to your muscles and it's going to take stress off your spine. So a lot of these you might think, oh, that's easy. I kind of know that. But are we putting them into practice every day? So you need to be reminded. Number four, avoiding long periods of sitting. So I usually tell my clients, you don't want to sit for more than 20 minutes at a time. Um, What does that mean? If you're really into something, uh, you're working on your laptop and you're just engrossed in what you're doing, well, set a timer on your phone or on your computer and that timer will go off after 20 minutes. You can get up and down, do some squats from your chair. You can still work by standing up. Maybe you have the option to change your sitting desk into a standing desk or a a standing platform that you can switch off during the day. But if you're sitting for longer than 20 minutes, your back needs that blood flow circulation, that movement. And if you're already getting back pain, this is one thing that can really help you a lot. You're also, when you're in a sitting position, you're shortening those muscles in the front of your hips. And that can also over time lead to chronic back pain when those hip muscles are so stiff. So switching between your chairs, switching between standing and sitting, but I use the general rule of no more than 20 minutes. Even getting up to get a glass of water or getting up Maybe you're working from home, getting up, walking to the bathroom, getting up, walking, taking a walk around your house and going back to sit down after 20 minutes is really going to be something that is going to give you long-term relief too. 
Number five, taking a warm bath or using a hot tub. I know right now during COVID, our hot tub in our neighborhood hasn't been open, but if you do have a bathtub at home, taking a nice warm bath and the heat will ease your muscles and also calm your mind. So stress is so much related to back pain as well. So finding ways that you can add in that relaxation component and really calming down your um, your muscles is a perfect way to end your day and also help you get a better night's sleep and even help those muscles around your back. Number six, drinking plenty of water. So 70% of your muscles are water and it makes sense that you need to drink plenty of water to support your body and keep hydrated. So we use the general rule of measuring half your body weight in ounces of water. So say you weigh 140 pounds, then you should be drinking at least 70 kilograms of water. Now, if you're doing daily exercise where you're really um, sweating and losing fluids, then you want you might want to bump that up a little bit, but that's like a general rule. So having water is part of the discs in your spine. And if you aren't staying hydrated, that will affect the discs and it will affect the muscles around your back. So I hope you learned something from there. I know a lot of people want to continue exercising with back pain or they're not sure if they should be doing an exercise or not. We get this question a lot. So I just want to share a story of someone who was a 42-year-old female that came into our office and she felt like she was getting burning pain in the middle of her back during her workout. And it just got progressively worse as she continued to push through it. And she woke up the following morning after that workout and she felt super sore, achy and stiff and needed to take ibuprofen to get through the day. She said, I really don't want to stop, but is it safe to continue exercising when I have back pain? And we totally understand these frustrations and they come up with having to stop exercising, especially if you're on a good routine or having to drop out of something because you're starting to get this new ache and pain. And it can be scary. I get it. But before you freak out and schedule something, we would like to recommend going through this checklist and if you're having one or more of the following symptoms, your best bet is to go see a PT first. Um, so number one, you're unable to find a position of comfort. Is this true on your checklist? Can you get into a position that actually is comfortable for you, maybe on your side or on your back, and it takes the pain away? Number two, the pain stays at the same intensity for a 48 to 72 hour period. So that can be a huge problem. If it's staying the same, it's not getting better. Um, you're having difficulty sleeping or you're unable to reduce your pain with over-the-counter painkillers, massage, ice, or heat treatment. So does it get better with any of those? What about Pain reduces in severity, but continues to be present over nine days. And this is really common because people think, oh, gradually it'll just go away on its own. That's happened to me before. But if it's been nine or 10 days, 
then honestly, it's not going to go away. It's on, on its own and you really need the guidance of a professional. If you feel any numbness or tingling in the back of your legs, um, in your hips or your legs, uh, that could be coming from a, a nerve issue in your lower back and even a disc issue. Um, you're having difficulty rising up onto your toes or going up on one leg, raising up and down like a heel raise. And that can tell us that you're having now weakness in the legs, which could be affected by a nerve coming from your back. Um, the next one is suddenly tripping while walking doing, due to a weak ankle or having drop what we call drop foot. So you're not able to pick your toes up and really lift your, move your ankle, um, that those muscles in the front of your shin are becoming weak. And that is a very common symptom of having a, a pinch nerve coming from your back from a disc bulge or a disc herniation. And that's nothing to take lightly. It means that you're not getting the blood flow and circulation to the nerve. And therefore you need treatment in order to help alleviate that and get that nerve to fire again. Or if you're having loss of sensation anywhere from your hips down to your thighs, to your legs or your feet. So if you are having any of those symptoms, it's telling us that you have a problem that could be coming from your back and it is affecting the nerves and you're unable to really treat that on your own. And that's where it's great to go see somebody like us. We're specialized in treating back pain and can be able to take you through the right test to let you know, do you actually need an x-ray, an MRI? Do you need to go see a spinal doctor? Because there's a lot of things that you can do conservatively and you may just be in that acute phase the first two to three weeks. But if surgery is not something you're interested in doing, or you're not wanting to take any invasive medical interventions, those are the types of people that we love to work with. And there are so many things that you can do to help back pain because research has shown the occurrence of people having back pain versus the people that haven't. And the ones that have followed a really thorough rehab program have come out better in the long run rather than having surgery. So surgery can be something that is necessary in extreme measures if you have taken all the conservative approaches and it has not worked. But honestly, in so many cases, we have seen people not actually go through surgery because they've been patient and they've stuck to what we've told them and guided them. And they've been able to actually get back to being active, running, jumping, all the things that they wanted to do and pick up their kids um, while doing it conservatively. So if you want to learn more about how to solve your back pain and how to really get to the root cause of it, we have some great info on our website. You can go to level4pt.com backslash back pain so one more segment that I do want to mention because this comes up a lot where people maybe get an MRI and they're very concerned because what their doctor finds is either a bulging disc or a herniation and why that actually should not scare you so much. 
So I think people really get fixated on what that MRI looks like and fixated on the diagnosis, but just knowing that it is extremely common for us to compare one MRI to another and the people have very different symptoms. You could have one person that's in a lot of pain, having trouble sitting and moving around, and the other person has no symptoms, but their MRIs may look exactly alike. And so I think it's really important to know that approximately 30% of individuals in their 30s and 40s have some sort of lumbar disc herniation on their MRI, although many do not have back pain. So in doing um, this kind of research on this topic, we have found that people can get an awesome result with the right kind of guidance and physical therapy. And just knowing you shouldn't be scared about seeing that herniation on an MRI because usually the next steps are going to be from the doctor to talk about and getting an injection, whether that's an epidural injection or possibly having surgery. If you're not recommended to go see a good physical therapist, then I would be cautious on trying to go those invasive routes first. We have seen time and time again, people that have come to us and ended up canceling their surgery or had the mindset that that's all that was out there was to do the typical medical route of getting an injection or surgery and not really down the path of what they can do naturally in order to solve it. And so many times from our aspect, it's just mind-blowing that the amount of patience it does take to be able to stick to a program, but if you are diligent and you are really interested in doing it the right way, Studies have shown that the people that have done rehab and the people that have had surgery, so there's two different groups, the ones that do it naturally and don't do surgery, and the other group that has surgery, and maybe they do rehab afterward, that the group that ended up just going the conservative route and not having surgery actually did better than the ones that did not have surgery. So I'm not saying in all cases we can save someone from surgery. That would be really silly to say that. But if you have not gone through a regimented program for at least 12 to 18 weeks and really stuck with something that is going to give you an outcome and give you a solution, and if you're not seeing progress over those first five to six visits with a physical therapist, then you're not in the right place. So it's finding somebody that is going to be able to explain this stuff to you, be able to guide you in the right direction, and honestly, you don't need to be scared if you do have a bulging disc or a herniation because it's actually more common than you think, and it can show up in an MRI, but that doesn't mean you have to um, sit on that diagnosis and be worried about what's going to happen. You just need to find the root of the problem and go see somebody that can teach you the right things to do and give you the right tools to success and find a daily routine that's going to be able to maintain it and get it better so it doesn't come back. I hope you learned something, and this is one of the topics that we love educating people on. We are here to guide you and make you the best version of yourself. So if you have questions, please reach out to us. But thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Hit subscribe and let us know what episodes you like the best. I will see you soon. And we can't wait to 
to continue to support you in 2021 with more great content for you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Women's Health Happy Hour podcast. If you are a woman who wants to discover how to finally end back pain and stiffness without taking painkillers, without risking unnecessary surgery, or without having to see the doctor over and over, then you need to hop on over to level4pt.com backslash back dash pain. And from there, you can download our free guide with the nine quick and easy ways to end back pain and stiffness without painkiller surgery or having to see the doctor. So go on over there and it'll be sent directly to your email once you download this free guide. And we can't wait to help you. Have a great day and thanks for listening. The information given on this podcast is not intended to apply to every individual's potential injury. It is impossible to give 100% complete accurate diagnosis and prognosis without a thorough physical examination. The information provided is not meant as a substitute for your own professional advice from a healthcare provider or other medical professional. Under no circumstances will Level 4 Physical Therapy and Performance Incorporated or any of our other professionals be liable for any damage caused by reliance on the information that we make available on this podcast.